In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Mom, this is Sandra Beck, and uh, we have a substitution today. We have Rick Swanson coming on with us today. Tina is at a military event with her family. She's unable to join us today. Uh, but before we begin, I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit about um, the Freedom Service Dog Program. Uh, the last uh, couple times we've aired, we've talked about the Pepsi Challenge that's available um, for the Freedom Service Dogs to get a $250,000 grant. And um, that grant could make the difference for a lot of our soldiers. And um, it's uh, refresheverything.com is the site you want to go to, www.refresheverything.com. And for those of you that missed it last week, um, Freedom Dogs is a great organization. It, it's amazing for dogs. It's amazing for uh, deserving veterans. They take um, rescued animals, rescued dogs, and they train them to, um, to be service animals for the disabled veterans that have come back from Iraq and Afghanistan. Say, Rick, have you, um, have you been on the Freedom Dog site? I actually have. I'm actually currently on right now checking it out. It's a, it's a cool thing. I, my brothers are both in the military. One is in the Marine Corps and one is in the Army. So I've already got them signed up on. There's a function you can go to. Um, on Facebook, you become a fan of that, and I suggest all of you guys, especially the military guys, go on there on the Pepsi and uh, become a fan. Let's refresh everything, and I think this is really important because, you know, Rick, as battlefield survival rates and life-saving techniques continue to improve, um, the number of wounded U.S. service members returning home that are unable to walk or manage some of the even the simplest tasks, you know, like picking something up or or, you know, bringing something over a certain area, if they're unable to walk or they have um, issues with mobility, um, these physical activities can be really difficult. And um, to take a dog and create uh, an environment where the service person doesn't have to rely on other people and they have this companion, I think is just such a great idea. And, um, you know, it's good for the animals, too, because they do take rescued dogs and bring them in. And we had... Richard last week talking about one of the things that he experienced um, as a member of the Wounded Warriors program. Uh, he talked a little bit about isolation and depression and 
you know, some things that happen when you're trained to do something and then because of whatever's happened to you physically, you know, you're unable to do those things. And, um, you know, there's an emotional component that happens with those things. Absolutely. You know, I just want to add something. Uh, my buddy just did a tour in Afghanistan with the Marine Corps. He brought four months. And something I noticed that was kind of cool is that um, even when he came back from just four months, the way the military is handling, like, PTSD and monitoring the soldiers and trying to um, better their lives when they come mm-hmm. back, like, he wasn't allowed to leave post for, like, a month after he came back from deployment, which I think something, like, back in Vietnam era, you wouldn't really didn't see that with our soldiers as far as they were being looked after. Yeah, I you know, I, a lot of changes have happened, a lot of changes that have happened in our military, and I think one of the things that has made a big difference is the civilian contribution, um, the civilian awareness of what happens, and um, that's another reason why I think anybody listening today should go to pepsirefresh.com, sign up, it's free, it's just a vote, but that vote can make the difference in a $250,000 grant to Freedom Dogs. And if you want to check out uh, Freedom Dogs online, uh, Rick, do you, have, um, do you have a website for us to check out? I do. Let me find it here. All right, it's www.freedomservicedogs.org. .org, great. So it's a great, it's a great organization. It really makes a difference. Um, it's near and dear to our co-host's heart, Tina Gonzalez, whose husband... Um, works heavily with that program, and we'd like to support them any way we can. So let's talk about today's guest. Rick, would you like to introduce her? Sure. Her name is Andy, and she is from Spouse Buzz, also representing Military.com. And she's going to kind of talk about her experience um, being a military spouse. I see here that she was a Army wife for 13 years. Um, she, you know, says it has its challenges, but it beats the boringness or the mundane civilian life, as she says in her own words. So I'm just looking forward to talking to her to see what she has to say. Yeah, well, I think, you know, I've, I've gone on Spouse Buzz. I've seen some of the things that she's written. She's very funny. Um, I love uh, that she told a story one time about uh, she met the wife of a civilian businessman, and um, because of his travel schedule, you know, that qualifies her to uh, be a military wife, and, um, you know, and even though, you know, Andy was very polite and, you know, shook her head and said, oh, yeah, yeah, she's like, you know, I'm sure that that woman never had to worry about, you know, a rocket landing on um, her husband's hotel or um, that he was in danger of, you know, rolling over an IED while driving down the 405. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun, and we're so glad to have Andy today. Andy, do we have you online? You do. Thank you, Sandra and Rick. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun. I mean, there's so many great things, you know, and and during the course of the show, we want to hear all about, you know, what you're doing with Spouse Buzz, but also what you're doing with, um, you know, Military.com, because Military.com is just such a great website. It is. It absolutely is. Now, why don't you, where are you calling in from first? I'm I'm calling from Florida. You are down in the Sunshine State. I am, yes. Very humid and hot Florida. Now, are you in Pensacola, or what part of Florida are you in? Uh, Miami, actually. Oh, you're in Miami. That's right. Oh, well, we'll have lots to talk about, because I'm a Buffalo fan, and um, (laughs) are you a Miami Dolphins fan? I'm actually not. I think I've been co-opted. I'm a Patriots fan by marriage, so um, the Patriots hate you well. (laughs) Yeah, I have to root for the Patriots, because life in the house can be bad when they don't do well, so... 
It is true. It is true. So we're down in Florida. We're, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? I know we talked about, you know, being an Army wife for 13-plus years, but, you know, do you have kids? You know, how do we, how do we, um, how do we describe Andy? Sure. Um, actually, just a little correction there. Uh, we've been married 17 years. Oh, so, wow. And as you mentioned, I am married to a soldier, an Army wife, so um, we do not have children. We have the furry kind, the four-legged kind. Um, I would like to say that they're easier, but sometimes I think they're probably harder. Um, but my husband and I have, uh, we moved to Miami a couple of years ago, and he's stationed at Southern Command here in Miami. Just returned from a deployment to Haiti, uh, which was really nice because we're used to sort of the, uh, it was completely different contrast from his deployment to Afghanistan and another one to the Middle East because it was a humanitarian kind of feel-good mission, one that everyone could get behind and you didn't worry about his safety. And um, so it was, it was a, a uh, welcome change, I think. So they did a lot of good stuff in Haiti, and he just returned um, in April, actually. So. And how long was he gone? How long was the time he before the time gone, he was deployed to oh, when he came back? Yeah, let me think. Um, he left right after the quake, so he was gone almost four months. So four months. That's a little different than somebody going away on a um, convention when we go back to your, hark back to your, um, you know, the wife of a civilian businessman story. It absolutely is, and um, this was, in many ways, because of the safety aspect and the humanitarian mission, it was a great deployment, but in others, uh, I had to move while he was deployed. I had to find a house, buy a house, move a house, so when he came home, he called from the airport, and he said, could I have directions to my house, please? So it was kind of a bizarre experience to buy a house that he's never even seen and move it without him. but, yeah, those are some of the challenges that you deal with, and um, you can uh, try and have a healthy, good sense of humor about it or let it get you down, and I choose the uh, former. Now, where did you move from? Well, we were, we were in the same region, but the house that we were renting was sold. So um, the, in, the day he left for Haiti, we got a call from the realtor saying that the house uh, had been sold, and I had less than a month to... Uh, to get out, basically. So I just told him, you know, you go do your thing, and I'll handle this. And uh, so you get through it, and he was happy with the house. So all's well that ends well. Well, and it's just so typical that the day he's deployed, you know, is the day that you um, you have to move. I know I think back to there was a point in my life where there was only two people in my company that could sign any documents, and my girlfriend in the company, you know, was gone on this her to France, and she had wanted to go for like six years, and, you know, I was two and a half months prior to having my baby, and we jokingly said, like, you know, wouldn't it be funny, you know, if I went into labor, and boy, sure enough, she got on the plane on a Tuesday. I went into labor on a Monday, two months early. I mean, there's just something Murphy's Law about this. That there is. I normally expect on the day he leaves the dishwasher to break or flood or something, but uh, this was a different thing, and it's funny that you said that about the the people being able to sign documents because I had to eat my own words. Normally when our spouses gear up for a deployment, you certainly, you have lead time. You know they're going to be gone in two months or three months, and you, you have time to gather your paperwork, get your affairs in order, make sure the wills are updated, the power of attorneys good, 
blah, blah, blah. Well, um, Haiti, of course, happened so suddenly, and he was he came home at 10 o'clock in the evening. He was gone at 6 o'clock the next morning, and I didn't have an updated power of attorney, so it was a lesson learned that things can happen. And I know this in my years as a military wife. I just you know, got lazy, didn't think I there was a deployment on the horizon, and just uh, let my well, And Andy, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're sure. about 15 seconds to break. I want to pick up this story when we come back from break. Sure. I am here uh, uh, with Andy from Spouse Buzz, and we're going to go to break, and we're going to talk about deployment and how it affects the spouse upon our return. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend at Principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriend It, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriendit.com. Don't miss Girlfriend It with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front. With help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and we are here today with Andy and Spouse Buzz. And, you know, don't adjust your radio just yet because 
Uh, we have Rick Swanson with us today. Tina Gonzalez is um, not available today to co-host the show, so um, Rick, has our segment producer, has joined us, and he has some questions for you, um, Andy. But before he does, let's finish out your... Um, you had two months, usual, typically, for a deployment, but this Haitian deployment for your husband, uh, your house went up for sale. Why don't you pick it up from there? Yeah, it, it was just um, the moral of the story is to, if I could say anything to military-wise out there, even when you think that you're not going to have a deployment on the horizon or a separation, always have an updated power of attorney um, uh, because, as I said, the deployment just came about so rapidly that, and uh, you know, we had no idea that he would be going anywhere, so it's a little hard to buy a house without a power of attorney. So, lesson learned. But lesson learned, I would think <laughs> the so. Hard way. I would think so. So, Rick, you had a question for Andy. Yeah, Andy, hi. This is Rick. Hi, Rick. Hey, sorry, it sounds funny. My nose is all plugged up from allergies, so. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I just had a question <laughs> for you. I was reading an article you wrote on spousebuzz.com when you post, and you're talking about, you know, in a post-9-11 world, that much more is being asked of, like, military families, especially, like, the spouse and then the children, and you say something about they need to dig deep. Can you kind of, like, elaborate on that a little bit more? Like, what what do they need to do or what are some actions they can take? Uh, I'm not sure exactly which post you're referring to, but I was a pre-9-11 military bride. So right. when 9-11 came, you know, pre-9-11 we were living in a relatively peaceful environment. And we always trained. You had, they weren't called family readiness groups at the time, but you had family support groups, uh, formal ones, and you did a drill every now and then. You had a, a list of, uh, a calling list in case something happened. You know, you call this person, the next person calls the next person, blah, blah, blah. Everything changed so quickly after 9-11 for military families. And combat deployments were, you know, obviously in a peacetime environment, um, just not, not normal. Now it's uh, the rule and not the exception. Um, so I think what's interesting to me is <clears throat> the spouse buzz, military.com sends us out to military installations about four times a year. And what we do, spouse buzz is just is a, is a blog about being a military spouse from the perspective of 17 authors who represent all branches. Um, now, hold on. Let's, before you continue on here, we want to let everybody know where do we go to check out Spouse Buzz? Yes, it's spousebuzz.com. S-P-O-U-S-E-B-U-Z-Z.com. And you're one of the uh, authors on there, and there's also there's a total of 17, you said? There are. There are 17 authors. They represent each branch. Uh, besides the Coast Guard, we are, are working to secure a Coast Guard blogger, also National Guard Reservists. We have two. All of the people that write there are very interesting and funny and unique. But we also have a male military spouse, which is a great perspective to have. And we have a gold star spouse um, writing, uh, which is which is good, I think, because it's good for us active duty spouses or um, guards and reserve spouses to continue to build the bridge between us and the gold star spouses and let them know that even though they've lost their spouse, um, they 
still are and always will be a part of our military family. So Jackie is our Gold Star spouse, and she writes from the perspective of losing your husband but yet wanting to keep the ties to the military community. So it's a very interesting, diverse um, pool of authors that we have there. Well, and these are real people sharing real stories about real events that are happening as we speak. They're, they're, this is not, you know, magazine can stuff. This is this is kind of live on the fly. Here's what's going on. Here's the stories of the day. Um, I think that anybody who is a military spouse or even a military family member, from what I've seen on Spouse Buzz, could really benefit from uh, from going on to Spouse Buzz and looking what the different voices have to say. That's right. And interestingly, we have a lot of military moms and military mother-in-laws who read the blog, and we get email from them saying, I'm not a spouse, but I read because I want to know what my daughter or my daughter-in-law is going through and what they're experiencing and how I can help. Um, so, it's, so it is interesting. And when you mentioned um, Gold Star, you're talking about the Gold Star Wives of America. Those are the, um, the, the, the organization of military widows and widowers whose spouses have died on active duty. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I'm not referring to this specific organization, but yes, you're right. A Gold Star spouse is a spouse who has their, their spouse was killed in action, yes, or okay. killed while on duty, yes. So you're, so, so even though there's a, there's a company that's, that's, um, involved or, well, I guess it's in the corporation, but, um, and it's a private, um, or no, it's a public, uh, public company, uh, it's a public charity, but even though it has an incorporation on it, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but either way, um, we were talking about um, the. Let's go back to Rick's question about the way the military families have changed since 9/11. Right. So, so we go. We take our show on the road, so to speak, to military installations. And when we first started in 2006, that was sort of at the things were really, really bad in Iraq, and we were having a lot of casualties. And we had two panels. So we have one that's a humorous panel that focuses on the funny side of military life, and there's a lot to laugh about. And then we had a panel that focused on the serious issues, um, deployments, reintegration. And the spouses, in our very first uh, Spouse Buzz Live event in Fort Hood, they took to the microphone on the second panel, the emotional panel, and they let loose, and they were just getting their fears out. Some of them just wanted to be heard. Others were asking questions. What do you do when your husband calls you from Iraq and then the phone goes dead because there's incoming mortar fire? You know, you're panicked. How do you handle that? Because you can't just call them back. It went on and on. And we, we had a line practically out the door, people wanting to talk about these really difficult aspects of military life and, and during war. And that went on for about a year. Um, that second panel really hit home. What I'm noticing from the surveys, the feedback in, in subsequent years is slowly the spouses want to be entertained during our events and they want to laugh. And very few of them really want to talk about the tough subjects. So I was trying to figure out why is this? And I think for the older for lack of a better term, military spouses like myself who married before 9-11 um, we, and had to pivot to sort of a, an at-war army or military, um, we've, we've sort of found our flow. And I don't mean that in a flippant way because when you're talking about war and combat, 
those are very heavy topics and they're not easy to deal with or live through. Um, but no, but just you, because you've learned to manage exactly. a difficult situation doesn't take anything away from it. And, sure. you know, when you manage a situation for a long time, you know, you do need that relief. I think what you're talking about is that, you know, that people want to be, you know, want to be taken away from managing the situation for a little bit. When you talk about, you know, the entertainment, they want to laugh, they want to have something to give them that break. Right, and that's very important. And I, and I also, as I was talking to one young spouse who has only been married two years, I think she said, uh, to a soldier, she said, hey, war is all I know. So she married into this constantly deploying, constant at war army. Um, so it's just been interesting for me to watch the dynamic. I think in uh, talking to some of the, the uh, older military spouses, they think it was a really, really difficult adjustment for them because the, day, the day-to-day life of a soldier's wife changed very quickly for, um, for most of us. So it's just interesting, Rick, to me to watch. I think you have to, as with any situation, whether you're civilian or military, when you, when you have a new situation, um, you just have to get your footing and you have to figure out what works for you. And you have to figure out what coping mechanisms are good and healthy for you. And military spouses are no different than our civilian counterparts um, in that respect. So I think it's trial and error. And you can get some really great advice from people who've been there and done that and gone before you. But until you actually go through a deployment or any kind of situation, you do have to figure out what works for you. And important, you know, to keep yourself healthy and take care of yourself during a deployment or a separation or whatnot. So it's just been interesting to see everyone evolve, including myself, over the years to adapt sort of our new situation. Well, and not only a new situation, but like a new ongoing situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think, you know, I think you're right. A lot of our, you know, our um, family members who have just joined the military family you know, this is all they know, but somebody who might have been, you know, you know, either married into or joined in for a long time, it's a lot of changes. It really is. And, and military spouses are very resilient. Just, just the nature of the military, whether it's moving all the time or even, even during, um, during peacetime, we're separated from our spouses quite a bit due to... Uh, temporary duty assignments or um, unaccompanied tours or whatnot. So there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of things to deal with even, you know, pre-war time. Um, and it's challenging, but I think it's just been a great experience for me. I mean, I've met so many people, so many wonderful people, been able to live in places I probably would have never even visited. Um, it's a great lifestyle, but certainly there are challenges. Well, and that's one of the reasons that we have you on here today, Andy. We're so thankful that, you know, there's an organization such as Spouse Buzz that can share this information, that you're here today to talk to me and Rick about some of the things that families experience uh, during a deployment or pre-deployment. And, you know, it's just so interesting that you talk about the changes in, um, you know, our 9-11 world, which we've felt all over the place. We're just about ready to go to commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about reservists versus active duty families, and we will catch you after the break.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Here comes Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today. With Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, Tuesday evenings at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Togginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio provides a powerful platform for women today by giving interesting, inspiring, and inspirational information to mothers around the globe as they navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio will have best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, women of interest, who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is co-hosted by corporate executive Sandra Beck and stay-at-home mom Christy Holly. For more information on each and the show, go to MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Mom, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Tugginet.com. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet dreams are made of these. Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Tugginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and yes, they have the t-shirts. And they're for sale at ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer, Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front, with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. I have to wait till he finishes the red, white, and blue part till I can come back in. I just love that song. <laughs> I think everybody does. It's great. Well, Military Moms, we are here today with Andy Hurley of Spouse Buzz. You guys should check it out. It's on military.com, or you can go to Spouse Buzz, that's with two Z's, B-U-Z-Z, SpouseBuzz.com. And um, we're also here with Rick Swanson, who is our segment producer, and he is filling in for Tina Gonzalez, who has a military event that she's attending with her family. But before we get back to Andy and our guest, I want to remind everyone, please, please go to RefreshEverything.com. At that site, you can put in the word Freedom Dogs. You can vote. It doesn't cost you anything. We're just asking you to go there and vote so that PepsiRefresh.com, Pepsi, you know, the Pepsi company can award them $250,000 towards their Freedom Dogs service program uh, because it's just such an amazing thing. It's good for the animals. It's good for the soldiers. It's really, it's a a win-win situation, so I'm going to ask you guys, please, 
Head to refresheverything.com, sign up, put it on your fan page, do whatever we can to do to get the most possible votes before the end of June. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Rick here. He's talking with Andy Hurley of Spouse Buzz, and he has a great question about... Um, what is your question about, Rick? Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> I guess I'll just ask it then. Um, Andy, I, was just, I wanted to bring up a question. I have a lot of friends out here in the West Coast who are in like the Marine Corps and the Army, and a lot of them are reservists or mm-hmm. National Guard. And one of my friends in particular, he was, he's a full-time LAPD officer who's also a reserve pilot in the Marine Corps. He flies the helicopters. Uh-huh. And he'd been in the Marine Corps for about 12 years, and then he was in reserves. And right when he got out, the 91 Gulf War broke out. And since 91 until just like last year, he's been on constant deployments, so much so that he's actually spent more time away as a reservist as compared to an active duty soldier. And what what kind of advice or could you give to the, like the spouse or the families in that situation? Because I know his wife personally, and she's, she's kind of struggled with that. We live in a rural community, and she kind of feels isolated, as opposed to, you know, families who live on post. Mm-hmm. They have other, you know, wives and kids to connect with. But out here, she's kind of like alone. This is such a great and important topic, Rick. I'm glad that you brought that up. One thing that I would say right off the bat is for the families of our reservist and guard units right. is, as you said, Many of them are geographically separated from a military installation, which right. means those of us who are active duty, we have the benefit of being living on a post or base, and we have all these resources, these physical resources that are disposable, or we're usually near a post or base. And that's not the case for our Guard and Reserve families. And when we opened Spouse Buzz in 2006, immediately we got a flood of... Um, emails from the Guard and Reserve spouses who were hungry to create a network or join in on a network because they don't have the, you know, they can't go to the family support meetings every week on base or post. Right. Um, It's just not, you know, it's not feasible for them to do that. So I think that the Guard and Reserve spouses using the technology that is available to us, and by the way, we're so lucky to be military spouses today with all the um, wonderful technology that we have at our disposal because we can click and connect no matter, you know, where we are around the world. And it's really hard to overstate the value of all of these online uh, support systems. I mean, uh, really and truly, some of my very best friends in the world today came from these Internet connections that I've made. so, so that's, I, I would really encourage the Guard and Reserve spouses to look online for communities such as Spouse Buzz and, you know, military.com also has discussion boards and right. they have another website, sinkhouse.com, um, that has How do you spell boards. that, Sinkhouse? Sure, it's C-I-N-C-H-O-U-S-E. Okay, sinkhouse.com. Because I love military.com. I'm on there. I mean, I'll admit, I go on there and I shop. You know, there's I know. so you many. Can, you can <laughs> do a little bit of everything on there. Yeah, you do. Like, you it do. It's definitely I mean, it's, the it's, premier place for all things military. And Sink House and Spouse Buzz are military.com properties. So where Spouse Buzz is a blog and our authors just write from the gut and the heart 
um, about the daily grind of being a military spouse. Sync House has some editorial content and discussion forum boards and whatnot. So definitely check both of them out. But um, absolutely, um, Rick, I think that we can't, you know, we, we owe a huge debt of gratitude to our reserve and guard guardsmen and women and their spouses because, as you say, they're constantly deployed. I know um, one of our National Guard spouses uh, who writes under the name a guard wife on Spouse Buzz, her husband just returned from a year-long deployment, and I think it was his second year-long deployment in four years. So they are not, you know, just drilling once a month. They're really, you know, carrying a heavy load. And um, and another thing to point out here is, is thank goodness for the wonderful civilian employees who accommodate them and hold their jobs for them and let them come back right, because right. that's, you know, an active duty person, that's your job. You get paid for that, a reservist has another job and another, you know, it's, it's much different, so. Absolutely, um, yeah. hmm? You know, I, I know I, I talk to a lot of them, and sometimes they get, you know, the active duty guys, they kind of, and the reservists, they kind of, you know, tease each other, like, oh, the reservists and the guard aren't not the real soldiers, and all. I mean, I know it's just joking around, but I mean, yeah, I'm glad you bring that point up, because, yeah, they do spend a lot of time on deployments, and a lot of times, like some of my friends in the guard were the first guys in, in 2003, we went into Iraq. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And and also, if you think about it, um, after Katrina, mm-hmm. in fact, guard, guard wife's husband was deployed. That would make a third deployment. Wow, you know, okay. the National Guard was sent down to Louisiana. Um, so we use them for many, many things, and, and they do a fantastic job. And it is a challenge for their families who don't have all the physical resources that we have available to us. So... Definitely, you know, online technology, do what you can, you know, to, to try and right. make those connections. Well, and I think, you know, when I look at, um, you know, you talk about the connections, I want to go back to talking about Spouse Buzz a little bit because Spouse Buzz is really a virtual spouse support group. That's, that's, I'm on Spouse Buzz right now that says where military spouses connect. It's really, it's really intended for people to connect. That's right. That's exactly right, and the the whole concept behind Spouse Buzz is when military blogging sort of became, you know, it was getting more popular. There were a lot of military bloggers out there, and I noticed there were a lot of spouse bloggers, and I began reading their blogs and commenting on their blogs and forming friendships, but what I didn't see was one central spot where um, military spouses had a group blog, because what's interesting about Spouse Buzz is because is that some some spouses, a Marine Reserve spouse, for instance, we share a lot of things, obviously, but they may not relate to an active duty Army wife um, or someone with kids going through a deployment may not relate to me because I don't have children. It's, it's different, but we have such a wide, diverse um, author pool here, and you're always going through these stages in military life. You're always moving, and then you're having to go to a new post, and then you're having to make new friends, and then you're having to say goodbye, then you're having to go through deployment. There are all these stages, so we have such a large author pool that no matter what stage you may be going through, there's someone who can relate to you, uh, which makes it, it very nice. And you can instantly find someone, I think, to bond with. I mean, we all have a natural bond by virtue of, you know, military service is the tie that binds, but 
um, you know, it's nice to, to be able to relate to people who are exactly in your circumstance at the moment. Absolutely. And what I love about Spouse Buzz, too, you know, that I would love the reader or the listeners to check out is that it's, you know, not all of us are big readers. And some of these posts are really long. Some are really short. Um, but what's really fun is to go and read the comments on some of these. Mm-hmm. You know, like even, you know, we talk about, you know, the Army Wives, the television series, because, you know, I, I like, love the show. But, but um, <laughs> you know, you put a post up there in June, like just, I think it was Need Your Advice on Army Wives, the television series. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got 12 comments right away. Yes, that's that's definitely a popular topic. And, of course, the move screwed me up because I didn't have my service connected when the premiere came along, so that set me back. So I've been sitting on, you know, seven or eight DVR'd episodes and thinking, what am I going to do about that first episode? But, of course, the readers helped me, so now I have it so I can catch up. But, yeah, so many people were emailing me. I don't know what's happened because I haven't, I haven't watched it. That's this week's mission about some plot and the storyline, and they want me to write about it. Because when it first came out, we did discussion threads on Army Wives, and I was able, thank, thank you to Lifetime, they sent me the pilot, the first four pilots, to review before the show premiered. So it was a big hit. I mean, obviously it's a drama, and we have to keep in mind it's not going to be, you know, you can criticize it. It is not our daily existence, per se. It's a, it's a television show. Right, so you have to have, show. you know, you have to have that in there, and we, and we understand that. Um, but so we haven't been, I haven't been able to write about it all year because I haven't been able to see the premiere, and um, so I will do some catching up on that. Well, but the, the whole reason that I wanted to, you know, bring this up, and we're going to go to break in about a minute, but um, was that it's interactive. You know, for our listeners that maybe have never been on a blog or don't really know what a blog is, you know, not everybody knows. We use that term a lot because we work in the industry, but you know, there's a lot of people that don't realize that, um, you know, that it's interactive, that you can go and you can comment and you can connect and you can, you know, it's an interactive thing. It's not like we're asking people to go and just read and look at what's going on, which is fine too, but it's actually a communication between, you know, you and the people reading what you have to write. That's absolutely right. And that's, you know, many times the uh, comments are, um, are more interesting than the post itself. Because oh, you absolutely. A lot of absolutely. There. Well, listen, we've got to go to break. We're here with Andy Hurley of Spouse Buzz. Check it out, www.spouse.com. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back with a lot more great information, so catch you after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Combine snide and remark and you've got snark. Combine Lisa Mena and Valia Alvarez on Monday nights and you've got deep dish snark. Monday nights at 9, 8 central, part of the Her Insight Network. When you've had enough at work or at home, 
and you're ready to laugh, join Lisa and Value for their no BS look at the world and the people in it. They'll be serving up a no holds barred take on pop culture, current events, entertainment, and family matters with segments like Accidentally Helpful, TV is Now My Hobby, and Who Sucks This Week? Deep Dish Snark delivers something for every girl who enjoys life with a dash of sarcasm. Lisa Manna is a former TV news anchor turned stay-at-home mom. She's making sure if anyone screws up her kids, it's her. Valia Alvarez suffers life as a jack-of-all-trades, mistress of none, by juggling a PR career, marriage, motherhood, and more. Don't miss Deep Dish Snark with Lisa Manna and Valia Alvarez, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Sucker Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Sucker Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Rick Swanson, who is filling in for Tina Gonzalez, who is away with her family. Um, we are also here with our outstanding guest, Andy Hurley. She is from Spouse Buzz, which you guys should check out. Uh, Spouse Buzz is powered by Military.com, and it's S-P-O-U-S-E-B-U-Z-Z. It's a place where military spouses can connect. Um, it's also a virtual spouse support group. It's a great place where you can go to find um, information, especially if you are uh, recently joined a military family, you know, whether as a spouse, a mother-in-law, a mother, a friend. Um, it gives a lot of great information, and it really has its finger on the pulse of the military family. And what I really liked about it, Andy, is there's some really funny, um, there's a lot of funny stuff on there. There's some very funny posts. There's some good dishy gossip posts. There's also some, you know, really poignant um, posts. Today I was reading the one um, that was talking about uh, what was going on in Arlington and the burying of our military dead, you know, which is a very, a very difficult topic. And I thought the writer handled it in a really great way. I was reading some of the comments. Um, I'm glad that, you know, people have a voice where they can come and voice and talk about what's going on um, in a place uh, that's easily accessible, really from anywhere around the world that we have Internet access and where we can get online. That's Spouse Buzz, S-P-O-U-S-E-B-U-Z-Z. And um, uh, Rick and I were talking at the break about the writers. Where do you get your writers? Most of them 
have been with us since the start, and they came from, as I was talking to you earlier when I was reading blogs and just getting familiar with blogs, most of the initial writers had their own blogs. Um, and they weren't necessarily writing about military issues. They may just be writing about mommyhood or being pregnant or, or, or whatnot. Um, so uh, probably half of them, or a little more than half, came from, they've been with us since the inception. Um, periodically, people I've met, um, and Jackie, as I mentioned, our gold star spouse, um, that was a perspective I felt that we were missing, and someone introduced us and um, ask her if she would like to write um, from the perspective of a gold star spouse, and she said yes. So most of them are people I've met personally, 90% of them, and formed relationships with, and I thought they had a perspective that maybe we didn't have initially or were missing. Um, All of them are incredible people, wonderful, wonderful. Military spouses are just some of the best people in the world. I know I'm a a bit biased, but, yeah, it's, it's a really good, diverse group, lots of perspectives there. Well, and if anybody who's listening today wanted to contribute or wanted to contact you, how would they contact you? Well, you can go to spousebuzz.com, and there's a um, a link there to contact us. So just click on the link, comments and suggestions, and then you can contact me that way. And... Um, and you go by Andy, because I know there's some, you know, there's different writers. There's Air Force Wife, and you just go by Andy, and this is you and your picture here? Right, that's right. Some people, when they're blogging, uh, decide to use a screen name. Uh, some of them, we have Marine Wife, and she of the Sea, obviously a Navy Wife, and others go ahead and use their, their full name. So, and that's, that's uh, you know, what you see across the board in the blog world. So it's just a personal preference. Sure, sure. Well, it gives us an idea of, you know, who's writing these things and, you know, mm-hmm. who's sharing their information. I think it's so powerful what you're doing. And, Rick, you had another question. You were talking about, do we finish deployment? We had a bunch of stuff we were going to ask you today. <laughs> it's one of those days. You want um, me to share a funny story with you? I would love for you to okay. share a funny story. I'll do that. This came from um, one of our events. I'm trying to think. I think it was a San Antonio event. But um, it's such a great story that I love to tell it. Um, this military wife stood up, and she she said that uh, she had just moved into a new on a new post and in a new neighborhood, and the day that they were moving, her daughter fell in the backyard and cut herself her on a rusty pipe that was sticking up. So the mother runs out back, and she makes a tourniquet, and she secures her daughter's arm. And uh, the ambulance comes, takes the daughter and the mother away. And when she got in the ambulance, she looked down, and she realized that she wasn't wearing her top because she had taken her tank top off oh. <laughs> to, you know, to make a tourniquet for her daughter because that's what you're thinking about, right, Getting your, you know, making, stabilizing your daughter. And so when she got stitched up and was released, she said, how in the world am I going to go back? Because all the neighbors came to see, you know, what, what's the ambulance here for? I've never even met my neighbors. How am I going to go back? I'm so humiliated. So she went back, and a couple of days later, the doorbell rang, and she opened the door, and standing there were the neighborhood army wives topless. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing food. So um, Because they knew 
this would be, if that were me, you know, I would be so embarrassed. And what do you do? Hi, I'm your neighbor, you know, the one that was here topless the day we were moving in. So they were all standing there in their bras as a show of support, and they brought her some food and really broke the ice. But I just love that story because I think it shows the, the camaraderie among, among Army wives and um, how in their hospitable side as well, so... Well, and that's just, I mean, it's, that's just, I mean, I could see that. I could see them, like, walking up to her house, you know, everybody wearing their bras going, you know what, you know, we would all do the same thing in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just such solidarity, which is what what the military family is based on. It is, yes. You have and, um, to lean on each other at times. You have to be there for each other. It's definitely a, um, a community's based support group that you tend to rely on, whether yours be virtual or physical or a combination of both. And now do you think that, is that something that, um, is that cultivated by the military or is that something that, you know, people marrying into the military just have a predisposition toward? No, I think the military goes a long way in encouraging that. There's there's a, a social atmosphere they that they do a good job to try and create. You have family functions, and, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a social aspect to the military, and I think that they they tell the soldiers they and their spouses when you have orientation and pre-deployment briefs and whatnot, they do a lot to foster that those relationships and make sure that you know who you can call and to try and encourage you to make um, strong ties with the people who are in the same situation as you because you really never know when you're going to need someone. Well, absolutely, because you're, you know, when you look at just, you know, I'm a single mom of two kids and, you know, the juggling that I go through to get my kids picked up from school because, of course, you know, the two radio shows that I do air right when it's child pickup time, um, you know, just trying to get your kids picked up from school or when your kids are sick in the middle of the night. I mean, there's so many things that happen to us as families you know, where we need that extra hand, and the military spouse doesn't have the choice of replacing their spouse. You know I mean, they just have to mm-hmm. deal with it. Um, it's not like, you know, for me as a, you know, a divorced mom, I can go, okay, well, eventually I'll get married. Eventually I'll, you know, have somebody, an extra pair of hands, you know, in my life. But when your spouse is on deployment, you don't have that luxury. You don't, and that's why it's so important. You know, as you were saying, you 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 have there are people in your situation who know your situation so they know when you're going to need help with x y or z or they understand if you need help with x y or z and the same is true in our situation we know what it's like to have to be mommy and daddy and taxi driver and homework helper and grass cutter and all of that and if something happens instinctively your neighbors or your community are going to be there to pick up the pieces, fill in, help you out, um, because that's their situation as well, and you just you just do it. And civilians are wonderful. You were talking about at the beginning of the program this wonderful the Freedom Service Dogs program, which I made some notes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check into that. Um, but the civilian community has done a lot for the military community, and we want to certainly continue to foster those relationships, but. It, but when it comes down to it, a civilian can never really understand your experience as a military spouse because it's just until you go through it, you can't really 
understand it. And there are a lot of things they can do. And thank God for all the wonderful civilians out there who've done so much and continue to do so much. But, you know, being able to be around your peers who are in the same situation as you, it really goes a long way. It makes a huge difference. I think it just makes a huge difference. And, um, you know, I think of, um, you know, like, you know, with the isolation that some of the moms that are listening today, you know, it's true, we do live in a rural community. And I remember breaking my wrist like two years ago. I fell down the stairs in the middle of the night taking my uh, infant downstairs to get some, to warm up his milk, actually. You know, and I fell and I was looking around going, there's nothing but me and the coyotes and I didn't know who to call. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just sat there with my wrist on ice until the morning when I figured, you know, everybody would wake up and I could call them. Um, you know, but it's very difficult uh, when you're alone. And um, I can't imagine, you know, when you add the stress of deployment on top of that, you know, how that can be and how frightening that can be. And so, you know, something like spouse buzz goes a really long way in, in helping the spouse population. Mm-hmm. Now, does. was spouse buzz your idea? It was. It was. And how did you come about that idea? Just I, As I said uh, earlier, I just thought there wasn't a place where there's a group voice. You know, there were places where this Air Force spouse had a blog and that Army spouse had a blog, but I thought it would be nice to get it, you know, to get a central spot together so that they could all have one home. And I pitched the idea to Military.com, who embraced it right out of the gate and uh, took it and ran with it and... Uh, They've they've been very supportive of everything we've done and continue to send us out, get us behind from out from behind the keyboards and do some face to face interaction with these spouses, which is always fun. It's a nice that change. is so great, Andy. We are here today with Andy um, Hurley. She is the creator of Spouse Buzz. Uh, I wish you guys would all check it out. www.spousebuzz.com. If you can't find it on Spouse Buzz, check out military.com because that's what powers it. Andy, thank you so much for being here today. You've been an outstanding guest. Rick, you did a great job pinch-hitting and co-hosting for Tina, who couldn't be here. Uh, Do we know who we have as our guest for next week? I believe it is... It is the mystery guest again! (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andy.